Whenever Klaus Michael von Keusler is by the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin, he remembers August 13, 1961. This is where he was standing when the combat groups of the working class, as the East German paramilitary organization was called, blocked off the city's famous landmark. Almost overnight, nobody was allowed through anymore. There was massive outrage and disbelief. People started chanting, also saying things like swines and down with the communists. We stood there, struggling to comprehend that it was possible that a border was going up right through the middle of a city with millions of people. Initially, he and others hoped the border would be short-lived, but it turned out to be the beginning of decades of separation and suffering. Von Keusler was studying law at the time and witnessed the building of the Berlin Wall firsthand. He and some fellow students also went to this stretch, which is one of the only sections of the wall still standing today. They tried to engage the construction workers in conversation. Especially during the first days of construction, we'd look the builders in the eyes. I still remember that feeling of absolute powerlessness. We were angry and had our fists clenched in our pockets. But our allied friends weren't moving in with tanks. So what could we small students or others do? The Berlin Wall divided a city and tore families apart. During its construction, some tried to flee from East to West Berlin in desperation. Before long, the border, consisting of two parallel walls with the so-called death strip in between, was complete. The first wall deaths soon followed, as German border guards shot fleeing Germans. And all that all of that made us very upset. And it gave us the emotional drive to decide to take the risk upon us. We said that if our fellow students wished to cross from the east to the west, then we do our part to help them. On Bernauer Straße, the then 23-year-old helped execute a highly risky plan. From the courtyard of this building, he and about 30 others dug the longest and deepest of Berlin's escape tunnels. This shows me in 1963, right under the foundation here. That's where we dug our tunnel. It's not like we were a bunch of cool James Bond types saying, let's just build this tunnel. It was the opposite. Fear was our constant companion. Also of the couriers, who went over to the east to inform those who wanted to escape that we'd be ready in 10 days, that we were digging a tunnel, and there's the entrance, and here's the password. 57 people escaped through the tunnel before the East German state security discovered it. The East German regime declared von Keusler a public enemy and put out a warrant for his arrest. Undeterred, he kept on helping people escape. This memorial in Berlin informs visitors about the famous Tunnel 57. 
It includes a section of the wall that once stretched over 150 kilometers around West Berlin, and of the Death Strip. The site leaves an impression, especially on younger visitors. It really makes you realize that what you take for granted about being able to access the world is not the way that it was even 30 years ago. Sometimes you're out in Berlin, even at night, after a party, and suddenly you see signs telling you the wall is there. You don't expect it, but you're at what used to be a border. To this day, walking through the Brandenburg Gate feels special to Klaus Michael von Keusler. Freedom has no walls. Years ago, he put those words into action.